Hi, this is Matthias. Welcome to this Community Friday episode. Many people ask themselves if they should rent a property or instead save the rent and buy a house. On the surface, it makes pretty much sense to buy. In this community episode, I have Michael with me who already bought a house for his own usage and Ines who has been a guest in the podcast in the past and she is investing in real estate in Portugal while renting the place she lives in. So enjoy the discussion. Welcome to the Financial Independence Europe podcast, where we interview people from all 44 European countries, all of them, about optimizing your life, geo-arbitrage and making the most of your money. This was your host, Alvar, Arminta and Matthias. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Financial Europe podcast. Today we got Michael and Ines with us. We're recording another community episode and it's all about real estate and the topic if you should buy or rent the property you're living in. So uh, first of all, I would like Michael to say hi. Hey guys, how are you? I don't know how they are. And uh, Ines? <laughs> hi, everyone. Uh, thank you very much. And yeah, we, we just have a quick discussion on, on the topic because I know many people are interested in it. And so that's maybe I would like to open it. And my initial thought or the, the initial thought many people have, also especially here in Germany, is that if you rent your the property you're living in, the flat you live in, then you throw out the money to the one who's renting to you. Yeah, we want to like to we want to like to discover if it's really true or not. Um, my initial take is uh, it doesn't matter if you if you pay the interest rate to the bank and the transaction cost to buy the property or if you're paying the rent. So many people, what many people do is they just compare the the, the rent they pay actually and the monthly rate they pay back to the bank. But what they don't see is that they actually have to pay the transaction cost for notar in Germany. <laughs> Um, or for some some tax to get the property and so on. And what they also don't uh, see is that they also have to park money, um, like half percent of the real estate value for maintenance costs. And that, that can just pop up every now and then. So unexpected, you need to fix the roof or you need to fix the heating. Any, anything can happen. And you also need to calculate that. And uh, right now in Germany, it's really expensive. So what many people think is that It's really too expensive to buy. The prices are up. That's also what I think. <laughs> Another thing is that, for example, in towns like Berlin, the politics are going into they providing new laws to slow down the, the increase of the rent price. And that's also what something uh, many people are um, holding back many people to invest in, in real estate because they don't know if they can increase the rent. And the rent is, uh, and buying property is really expensive. So that's also not uh, something that is uh, yeah, helping people into go into the real estate business. Another thing for me especially is if you don't know where you want to live in the next 20 years, you kind of need to sell the property again. And then you have, of course, transaction costs and you don't know um, where the life cycle of the market is, if, if you can pay it for a good return or for a low return. And of course, um, you could also rent it out to somebody else, but then... You also have the hassle to find somebody that you like. Um, you have to deal with people and you also pro have to provide service to them. Um, so that's uh, also the, a different game. Yeah, it's, it's a lifestyle decision. You have to know if you, if you want to live there or if you, if you want to move somewhere else. And also if you want to deal with people, some people say you need to be a real estate person. 
you're not a real estate person. Yeah? If you're, for example, if you're a hardware person or if you're a software person, if you want to um, speak like an IT guy, I'm kind of software person right now. Yeah, so I would like to see what Michael's take is on that. Michael, what, what's your take on that? Yeah, well, Ireland is certainly the same as Germany. So, you know, five or six years ago, you could get a place for a steal and now it's all, all doubled since then. But uh, I liked a lot of what you, you said, Matthias. I, I think, yeah, I like the fact that you've kind of touched on the fact that you could, are you a negotiator or not, right? Because I think for me, that was always the scary part. I was always scared to ask to put a, a price lower than what they're asking and to try and negotiate and do all of that sort of stuff. So I think you touched uh, touch well on that. I think when you buy a house, one of the things about buying a house and owning a house is that you end up spending a lot of money on the house because you want to. I think people can become quite obsessed with a house. My wife is the same, right? And I know many people here in Ireland where, where they're the same, where it becomes quite a big thing. You know, we, we just got a new shelving unit in and we've got all these fake plants around it now and all these lovely pictures up and these ornaments. And I kind of look at that and go, geez, there's a lot of dead money in there. So, you know, sometimes there's this added thing of when you actually own it, you want to kind of love it. And so you end up spending money on it. And I, I think sometimes wasting money on it. I'm not going to tell. Let's pretend my wife didn't hear that. But I think when it comes back to it, it kind of depends on your lifestyle as well. Like if you're in your 20s, you're fresh out of college, you're single, you don't know where you want to live yet, then buying probably doesn't make sense. You're probably better off to rent. Because you want to have that freedom to be able to give four weeks notice and move somewhere else quickly. Whereas if you're in a situation where you buy, it's going to take three months to actually move and sell and change. At least three months, uh, most likely. So, you know, it comes back to that decision. But for me, the most important thing here is, particularly in, in, the, in the case of financial independence, is how it comes back to your cash flow, right? So when we bought our house in 2013, our rent at the time was around 700 euros a month. To buy and have a mortgage was going to cost us 350 euros a month. So it was a no-brainer. We literally halved our monthly costs by buying. Uh, so from that point of view, that's what I think people should be trying to look at. And I think you've touched on it as well, Matthias. If you look at all of the associated costs, is a great, uh, is great advice there. Not just, not just the rent costs, what are the other costs associated with that? Now, when you actually play up that, you're probably going to find most of the time it makes sense to rent, which is kind of the strange one. But it obviously depends where you live and depends on the rental market versus the property market. So that's what you want to be looking at. Is it the right time to buy? Are you buying because you feel like the prices are going to go up all the time? I did that in Australia. So I bought a house in Australia back in 2007. I mean, the mortgage in that place was 2,700 a month. And I was earning about 4,000 a month. This is Australian dollars at the time. The most, that was the most stressful time of my life. Mortgage stress is horrific. And that was almost 75% of my money going on my mortgage. Whereas I could have rented for a thousand a month. It was the silliest thing that I could ever do. And I learned hugely from that. And I'm hoping that if you're in a situation where you're thinking that you want to buy because it's an investment, stop thinking like that because it's not. And mortgage stress is going to cripple you. And a big house will eat you alive if you're not careful because it has other expenses associated with it uh, for the upkeep. I, I know friends who have a four bedroom house They've got three rooms they literally don't use and they literally pay a cleaner each week just to clean those rooms and make sure the dust doesn't get in the shower. So it's one of those things where you need to be thinking more practical and, uh, and thinking bigger picture a little bit with, with this stuff. So uh, yeah, with that, I will, I will head over to Ernest and, and get her take. 
Yeah, I agree. I'm pro-renting so <laughs> in most of the situations, actually. So I think there are two things you guys said that I totally agree. First of all, people really undervaluate the cost of owning a house. They look at the monthly value that they pay to the bank, and there are so many other small costs like taxes, even unexpected costs. And also there's this issue that because it's your house, as Michael said, you feel like you can invest. And so normally you buy even like expensive furniture, you probably buy a nicer kitchen than if you're renting, and these are all like uh, costs that add up to the fact that, that you buy a house. And I really believe that if you rent, you have more flexibility in your life. So not only you can adjust your costs to your lifestyle, let's say if you're single, you have a smaller place. For example, in my place, like I, I'm Portuguese, when I came to live in Germany, I came alone. So I rented a small studio. Then my husband came and we stayed there. And now we have kids, so we moved to a bigger apartment. So we can really adjust our costs to also to where you work. So we actually moved to be closer to work. And this really helps like in the fire people, people who are interested in fire, like we like options, right? And I think renting a house gives you the, this option. So it's not only monetary because not always uh, it immediately pays off to rent, but it's more to the fact that you can really, you're not going to not to take that job because it's far away and you really have more more options. But of course, I think at some point in life, maybe you, maybe after you have kids and when you when you're decided to settle in a place, then I think maybe then you can consider to buy. I uh, rent my own uh, apartment now and I buy for the purpose of investing. So I think it's important to, to have a totally different reasoning when you're buying for investing because you're actually, if you do it for investing and not to live, it's really much more easy to be rational, to know exactly the best opportunities to calculate the values. Whereas if you're buying for yourself thinking, ah, this might be an investment in the future because I can sell it for a higher price or I can rent it for X, normally people are not so cautious about their analysis. And if you're really buying as an investment, it's almost the same as analyzing like a stock or whatever investment vehicle you're, you're analyzing. So I really feel it's, it, it's, for me, it's been working out great. My opinion is that you should really think about renting most of the times. Makes your life easier if you want to move. Makes you even increase your revenues easily because you can actually move to a different place and also be more comfortable with, with your decisions. But I still strongly value investing in real estate. For me, it's a very interesting investment. It's not very risky, I believe. I guess it depends where you invest. It gives you regular income, which is so interesting for people in the fire community, because if you want to fire I mean, retire early and be financially independent at some point to have some regular cash flow coming in. It's it's really interesting. And also it can actually help you to pay for the mortgage of your primary residence if you want to buy it at some point or even help you to pay the rent now, which is what, what's happening to me right now. So, um, yeah, renting, renting, renting until you are 100% sure you want to buy. <laughs> So to conclude that, I would say it highly depends on your lifestyle and where you want to live. Are you sure that you want to live there in a place for the next 20, 30 years? Then you should uh, dig deeper into buying a property. And also you have to check for tax-wise. Make sure that you talk to your partner and make sure that you learn together about real estate right now because it takes time. 
um, you don't want to do uh, the wrong decision, then learn as much as possible about calculating real estate and learn uh, to, to negotiate. Um, that's what Michael said, learn to ne negotiate because there's, there's a profit uh, when you buy maybe five or 10% cheaper, that makes a difference in cash flow or in savings. And uh, another thing that a friend of mine is doing is that he's going to building centers or hardware stores and learn about to learn about fixing stuff because he's a software guy. So he has to learn about real hardware. And um, then you can fix a lot of things in your in your home, in your new home yourself, and you save a lot of money on uh, external people. So, yeah, Michael, what would you say? What's your conclusion from this? Yeah, I, I've been quite inspired by what Ines said, and I think she had this ability to break away from the norm because I think there's huge social pressure into getting into the property ladder. And she actually managed to say to herself, right, I'm going to rent and actually buy investment properties. So fair play, Ines. I think you've done amazing in that front. I think what that does and what she's effectively given herself is the freedom to look at more markets. Because I think when you're actually trying to find a house for yourself, you're going to be limited on the locations that you want to live and things like that. So you're not necessarily going to get the best deal. Whereas what Innes has done is she said, right, oh, you know, you've basically got the whole of Europe as an option to buy, right? She's, she's given herself 30 odd countries to potentially buy in. She's living in Germany, but buying in Portugal. And for me, living in Ireland where housing is ridiculously expensive and there's also a lot of tax associated with rent and things like that, then me having the freedom to buy over in, in other European countries sounds far more exciting than actually buying in Ireland. And lastly, I think the best thing you've done, Innes, is you've given yourself the ability to free up the capital. So instead of that capital being in your own home, it's going into investments instead. And you could probably buy cheaper investments than you would your own home. So you've given yourself that, uh, that freedom to have that capital. Thank you, Michael. Thank you very much for your support on my strategy. It was not, uh, yeah, most of the people, especially the ones who are not in the fire community, they don't understand, in particular my parents, but <laughs> you have to deal with, with the social pressure. Um, yeah, so uh, I kind of already did my conclusion, but I just think you should rent, rent, rent until until you buy it, let's say. So, uh, yeah, my option was to always rent cheap, um, either cheap or close to work so I can save time on transportation. And when I started investing, I think it's important to know the market you are investing in. But of course, it doesn't have to be the place you live in because now it's so easy to invest and to have a property manager to manage your real estate investment. So I really think even though... Everyone says renting is so expensive. Why Why am I going to rent if I can pay half to a bank? Yeah, you have taxes. As I said, people undervaluate the, 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 how much it costs to buy a house. You have maintenance costs. You have love-related costs, which is due to the fact that you love your home and you want it to be cozy. Whereas in a rented house, normally you don't feel the same. So it's actually cheaper in that way to rent. Yeah, so rent, rent, rent until... You have some kids and you feel like you this is the place you you want to be in. And even when you buy, yeah, negotiate, analyze if it's possible to sell it in the future. But I would not uh, totally agree with Matthias because I don't think we should try to to think of our house as an investment. Even if we think we the prices are going up in the future, you never know. 10, 20 years, who knows what's going to happen next. So yeah, focus on cash flow. 
if you buy it for investing, really focus on cash flow in the next years and don't try to guess the price of the property uh, in the next years. And when you buy it, buy it, uh, yeah, rationally. But of course, it's unavoidable to be emotional about the house we're buying. So buy whenever you're really stable in your life and you're sure you want to stay at least five years in one place. And that's it, guys. This is my conclusion. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your conclusion. Thank you for disagreeing. And also rent, rent until the end. That's what people can remember now. So see you next time. Bye bye. Hey, Matthias, do you think there are not enough financial independence Facebook groups yet? Yes, there's definitely a shortage in financial independence Facebook groups. That's why we want to create another one. And the real reason is that we want to get some feedback on our episodes to have a conversation with our listeners, um, to follow on the topics. And you might also have some questions around our content. Gotcha. And also, we've been talking with more of you guys at meetups, on Reddit, in Facebook groups, the Fire Europe retreat, obviously, we organized. And this is, in the end, the main reason why we started the whole podcast project to talk to guys like you, uh, learn more from you, case studies, answer questions, and like hopefully all grow and learn from that together in the end and become stronger, smarter, and hopefully also richer people. So, you know, Matthias, say I'm interested in this. Where do I find this Facebook group? Yeah, just go to your Facebook app and type in FI Europe podcast or just click in our show notes. There's a link for the Facebook group or go to our website. There's also a link. So yeah, just type in FI Europe podcast. See you in the group. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope you learned something new and enjoyed the show. You can support us by doing this. Subscribing through your favorite podcast program and leaving us a review. Following us on Instagram and Twitter at Financial Independence Europe. Sending us an email with questions and feedback. We would love to hear from you. All the mentioned articles, books and cool resources can be found in the show notes at financial-independence.eu. Thank you for listening and see you next time. <laughs>